Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the third episode of Kultur Kritik. I am your host, VT. I haven't figured out what I want to be called in the show yet, and I don't want to use my real name because it's kind of weird, you know. But you calling me my real name is it's not it's not very cool. Alright, imagine that I'm a random guy you're talking to in the internet whenever you click on a video. Don't expect me to give you my address and everything, alright? Just want to put that out there. Because I think there's been some errors with the actual podcast and it chose my real name. And I don't like that. What the fuck is that? Fix your shit, Spotify. So I gotta fix that. And I also... You know what, fuck it, my name's Valentin, Valentin, if you know Spanish. Um, So yeah, let's get right into it. Let's not mess around. I want to get right to the juicy juice of what we're talking about today because we finally have a topic that has a little bit more to do with culture than it did last time. Because last time it did have a little bit to do, you know, sort of related to overall culture, but this one is pretty much straight out sociology type of shit um because we're talking about the decline in trust or the lack of trust amongst the american people in themselves and in government in government institutions it doesn't have to be necessarily government uh, as a whole as a concept federal government but you know different institutions like the police um, and other things like that, politicians, a bunch of stuff of that sort. We're going to be looking at why that could be, and especially about, uh, we're going to look at some studies that I found um, that have some data on this, and that I thought were a little bit interesting um, when looking at the topic, you know. So, let's do this. Before we just get into anything, I want to make two divisions, or I want us to divide the topic into two sort of things, okay? Because when I say trust, you say trust in what? Are are we trusting other people? Are we trusting, um, I don't fucking know, the mailman, things of that sort? What necessarily do you mean by trust? Um, So I decided to do it in two ways. Uh, because when I was researching, I mostly found info for one of the of these two different um, relationships. I guess I would put it that way. Um, so the two different types of, of trust, or the two different ways that trust manifests itself among the public, in the way that we're gonna analyze today, I am sure there are a bunch of other ways and a bunch of other things that also have to do with trust and that we're not looking at. Um, But the ones that we are looking at are trust in government and government institutions, as I mentioned in the beginning, and trust amongst each other, trust in the neighbor, in your neighbor, trust in people that you meet in the streets. And I'm not necessarily talking about just uh, if a guy comes up to you and asks you for something personal and you just tell it to him because you're that trusting. I'm talking more on an overarching way uh, when it comes to everything, you know, that people start to become a little bit more paranoid, a little bit more alert of how they interact with others because they're not very trusting of them. So that is that is essentially what I mean by trusting each other. Okay, it's not like a guy comes up to you and asks you, yo, 
can you give me your Instagram and your Instagram username and your password, please? And thank you very much. And you just got to straight up give it to him. So, yeah, those are the two forms, the, the two ways in which trust manifests itself, in my opinion, and according to the, the studies that I have found, the main ones, okay? Again, there are a bunch of other things having to do with this topic that we're not going to look at because it would take 15 hours. This is just what I found while looking around in the internet, and I thought it was interesting enough to share. So, the claims by the studies the studies that we're going to be talking about today, because I have a few, um, some by Bloomberg, uh, Associated Press, polls, and stuff like that, are divided in those categories as well. They do sometimes sort of interlink and have evidence uh, pointing to both sides, but I tried my best into uh, to separate them into the two sections that we talked about so we can have a more clear... Uh, a more clear discussion about them and it's not all over the place I, I tried to do that okay so there's a big chance that it all fucks up and and this episode sucks ass and well if that's the case I guess it's too bad I, I don't really know what to tell you man so let's get right into it I think I think we're ready I think we've um, marinated the 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 idea The what the fuck am I talking about? Marinated the idea. That's a, that's a cool expression. Should probably coin that. Also, I just want to say, completely unrelated to any of this, right now I am tired as fuck. Today I had insane workouts. My back is fucked. It's literally fucked. I can't stand. I'm going to be drinking from this cup the entire episode. I am thirsty. The weather where I am living at right now is not very nice. Okay, I repeated this kind of fucking dog shit. Right now, I'm not sure what the weather... It's one degree Celsius. How much is that in Fahrenheit for people that don't know... That have primitive systems? Let's be honest, Fahrenheit is fucking stupid. We may talk about that one day. And why that is. That so many different systems have been established. I want to look it up. Give me a second, boys. Celsius to Fahrenheit. One degree Celsius is 33.8 Fahrenheit. So it's not... It's not as low as I thought it would be, but okay. Cool. There's possibly a very easy mathematic way to calculate how much Fahrenheit um, translates to uh, Celsius in your in your head, but I, I don't know it. Don't shame me for it, please. Okay, let's get right into it. First, we're going to be talking about uh, both lack of trust or trust issues. I don't know wh how to phrase it in a way that makes sense, but trust in government and sort of overall. That's the first thing that we're going to be looking at, but it's mostly focused on government. As I mentioned before, they do some sort of mix sometimes, so I... I I'm just going to add the overall to it so you can understand that it's not only government and there are, there is mention of other things in the in the research. And the first one that we have is one by Pew Research. Of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, all the links and 
sources for everything talked about in this video will be in the description so you can just check that out for yourself if you are wanting to um, but it's a Pew Research titled Key Findings About Americans Declining Trust in Government and Each Other. So when I first started researching this, it is that is primarily what I looked at, at the decline of trust, not whether the trust was declining to begin with or the state that it was in currently. I had no idea about that, but I just kind of felt it in my mind just by looking at people and having interac interactions with people here in the U.S., um, I just felt that it was declining or that it was already low. Maybe it was never higher than what it is now, but um, the stage that it is in currently seemed to me like a precarious one. So I decided to look into it and this is the first one I, I found. So I wrote down the, the, the main points uh, that we can look at and it's kind of interesting because they don't give um, they don't give you a very good idea of what I'm assuming the, or they kind of do actually, never mind, I take that back, I was about to say some dumbass shit, um, the, when it comes down to it, you know, the separation has a lot to do with politics, um, there's a huge, if in case you don't know this, um, partisan divide in the United States of America, um, meaning that the two parties are very much separated in terms of how people align to each. If I'm being honest, the way that I look at American politics in the modern age, Democrats and Republicans in power are not, not that much um, that different. Uh, what do I mean by that? That they're both very centered um, in the policies that they pass out. I think that's mostly because the people that voted for them are very centrist in their ideas as well. But um, they're very sort of center. Did I say center left? I mean centrist. Um, uh, they're sort of center and then moving a little bit to both sides. Of course, there are outliers in this. Uh, there are politicians that... Um, take their ideology to the next level and lay further down the two sides. But it's sort of like a a group in the middle. Say if you had like a cross. I'm going to try to paint this for you here. If you're watching it on, on YouTube, you'll see what I'm talking about. If not, well, I'm going to describe it anyway. So you, you may get a good idea of it anyways. All right. This is what I mean. Let me full screen it. Okay. Right, this is what I mean. So, okay, I guess not. Can I full screen this? Guess not. Okay. So, imagine that you have. No. Already starting bad. Right, imagine that you have this line right here. This is the line that I believe politicians lie in currently in American politics. Okay? This is the middle right here in which both ideologies, let's put this left and right, sort of collapse and you get a centrist, very, a very centrist point of view. Um, most politicians, I feel like, okay, this is not proven scientifically or um, 
is not backed pretty much by any research or anything like that. It's just what I feel, um, what I think. So most politicians lie in sort of this realm right here, I believe. Most politicians and the most uh, sort of lurking politicians, what I mean by that, they're probably not the most vocal because when it comes to extremes, they're definitely more, more vocal in their uh, approach. They have a lot of power, a lot of influence. They mostly lie between here, very center-left, center-right kind of ideologies. Um, of course, again, you do have some people that are out here. I Actually, I take that back. I think this is completely unrelated to the topic. I don't know why I'm going such a bit of grant. But when it comes to American politics, there is people here in the more extreme left. I'm talking about elected representatives i'm not talking about people just talking about because then of course there's people extremely left and extremely right I'm talking about elected politicians i think there's more people this far right than there's people this far left if you actually look at elected representatives most either labor in this realm of this big circle or are a little bit out of it like, a, let's say, right here. Um, let me do a quick description for those of you listening to the audio. It's a line with a another crossing line in the center. Um, then there's a circle, a very small circle um, in the middle. That circle is where most politicians would lie in the right and left in American politics. Um, then I gave the example of right politicians there being more right politicians who are extreme or extreme. I, I, I wouldn't use extreme as a word, more radical, I guess. Um, right wing politicians than left ones. Um, I don't think very radical left uh, running runners, up runners. I don't know how, we, how you would call them. Uh, get elected very often if we're being honest but yeah a lot of a lot of tying it back because i went on a rant completely unrelated i lost myself you probably lost it too we're, we're all fucked up right now trust has a lot to do with the politics of the time and currently the politics are very divided i'm not going to give my opinion on whether that is good or bad but it is very much divided and the studies sort of mirror that very well. Uh, that is not the first thing in the study that we're going to look at, but it is a big thing that uh, eventually is sort of the, the, the broader... Broader? Broader. Did my English sucks. Um, sorry. Again, I get lost so much. I don't know why the fuck I have a podcast when I can't even stick to one idea for two milliseconds. But yeah. Let's get let's get just to it. I, I'm I'm done. I don't know what I was saying. The first point that the study makes is that Americans think the public trust has been declining in both the federal government and their in their fellow citizens. Basically confirming confirming what I had said before. Um, they have some very nice numbers here. Uh, I I looked at the resources, like at their listed sources, and I wasn't able to find anything. Um, so that's kind of suspicious, but I'm going to trust them. I'm going to blindly trust Pew Research Center, which is very suspicious 
Okay, this is very, very suspicious. I was able to find a bunch of other studies from this site, and I'm not, I'm not entirely sure they're very good, very, very accurate. But they have some numbers, and according to this, 75% of adults, of American adults, uh, believe that the American overall American trust in federal government has been shrinking, and 64% of those also believe that the trust has been falling in each other. And it is kind of a out, outlandish, I guess, or a weird um, percentage or a weird piece of data to look at because I, th I had this, this feeling that it would be this way, but I didn't think that many people also thought of it in this sense like when i looked at trust in america i didn't think that the majority of people because in this case there is a majority um believed that the trust was shrinking so it, it's kind of it's kind of surprising you know um again i'm not gonna make any uh weird arguments here but about if this is this is good or if this is bad or anything like that but uh, it's it's interesting. I'll put it that way, and I'll leave it that way. It's very interesting. The second point is that nearly two thirds of the total uh, amount of people polled say that low trust in federal government makes it harder to solve many of the country's problems. And this has a lot to do with what I was talking about in my little rant earlier. If you were paying attention for whatever reason. Um, about partisanship and how people are very loyal to their party, even if they don't necessarily agree with what they say. And I'm making this broad assumption again uh, that this is with most Americans. I am hoping it is not that way because it would be a very sad outlook on society um, to assume that people just throw reasoning out of the door if, uh, if their party... Has oh fuck, spill the water all over the place. If their party has something to do with it, if their party is doing something that is obviously wrong, but they don't react because it's their party, it's a very sad way to look at things. Um, but apparently, a lot of people share that idea and have that idea. So it's interesting. It's very interesting. This problem is very interesting. I'm afraid that we're not going to go too much in depth into it by the end of this podcast episode. And yeah, you're going to have to do your own research. I'm going to be honest here. There is so much stuff that you could look at, especially at the reasons why that is. We're going to talk about that later. But um, yeah, it, it, it's an insane issue. On some lighter news, some better news. Though the third point made or found in this research is that most do think that this situation can be turned around. Now, honestly, I am not very sure about that. What I mean. COVID, especially, has shown to us, to everyone the sort of nastiness of people and in what way what do i mean by that how especially in the reaction to the to vaccines 
to masks, how insane ideas can be spread very easily and very efficiently amongst a population that believe in, the, in in some some similar or some uh, how they how they put this some common uh belief that that holds some common belief and the insanity of that belief what i mean by all this is that I do think that at some point it could be turned around. But what I would imagine or would have imagined before COVID is that the only way for people to unite with this, with the world as it is now is with a massive catastrophe, global catastrophe. Currently, we are undergoing multiple of, of those and the world, not just this country, not just the US, the world itself has been separating more than it has been uniting. Um, climate change has in many ways um, helped uh, give a lot of people consciousness, but it has also divided a lot of other people who now just straight up refuse to believe climate change in what is to me a political stance even if it's not necessarily uh, thought by the individual in that way it is unconsciously political in nature and having to do with the side sort of that they aligned with before being against this type of stuff covid now clear example perfect example uh, there's probably examples of anti-maskers and anti and uh, anti-vax people who are ideologically on the left. But if you're gonna come and tell me right now that the majority of people who are anti-vax and anti-mask are not on the right, you're straight up lying to yourself. So I think that it has this division has such a political. Um, political sort of what would you call it i'm trying to think of a good word to describe it it has been essentially poisoned by politics so even though i do think it can be changed i don't really see how how it could be changed and when in in the what time span uh things should really get moving now because things keep getting worse in terms of division um in this country and on the world in general so it's really tough it's really tough let's let's leave it at that it's really tough it has some other stuff uh some other data about uh, the different levels of trust among races i believe and as you would expect in those st stats non-whites poorer and less educated individuals and younger educated did i say educate educated individuals and younger adults have lower levels of personal trust than other americans this this is not surprising whatsoever there is a history of multitude of a multitude of systems that specifically target these sort of people so it's not it's not weird that they are 
paranoid of the government and of other people. It's not surprising whatsoever. So I can't really say I'm surprised or, uh, or really interested even on these statistics. They're kind of predictable. They're kind of obvious why it's happening. Unfortunate, of course, that um, they happen, that uh, the things causing the, these these batches of data to happen in the first place happened um but again it's it's very very predictable stuff that it's not honestly that interesting unless you're looking to reform the system which would be a very uh honorable thing to do and finally it finishes the study off by linking the levels of personal trust amongst people with their broader views of institutions of life. And it gives a institutions of, of government, civic institutions is what I want to say. I kind of fumbled that back. But again, I'm sorry, boys. I'm sorry. I'm tired. I'm trying my best here to keep my com my composure. What I mean by that? Look, I'm not about a story. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Okay, I'm sorry. But anyways, it, it has a cool chart. And here in this channel, we fucking love charts. Where it talks about um, different parts of our different civic duties and the level of trust people have. For example, it says, the what would be the level of trust or the percentage of U.S. adults who have trust in each other to obey federal and state laws and there's 51% low trusters 80% medium trusters and 96% high trusters again or not again actually this is kind of surprising to me because the level of trusters or people that would trust uh, other people and even themselves to comply to civic laws and stuff like that is it's relatively high to what you would expect. You know, like look at it, look at it yourself. Do you really expect that many people to follow and obey federal state laws? I kind of do, honestly, but I can see how many people wouldn't. And this such a high number of people trusting is sort of surprising. Now, moving on to one that has low levels of confidence and trust stay informed about important issues and events very big one and according to the study there is 42 percent of low trusters 52 percent uh medium trusters and 55 percent not a huge increase there three percent increase um of high trusters this one to me seems a little bit more accurate um in general with everything i think if i had to give uh, the entire study, a percentage based on um, whether people trust themselves or not, trust themselves and trusted others or not, it would be sort of in this range. So I think it's a good one. And it's a good representation of the reality of today. Let me write something down real quick. Gotta take some notes during this. So I think we should move on now. That is a very interesting uh, study in of itself. Again, it's linked down below, but we have some more to deal with. And it's 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 almost been 30 minutes, almost been half 
an episode, so I think we should get going. I think my... How long was my... My first... I don't want to interrupt this very much. It was 35 episodes... 35 minutes? Something like that. The first episode of Culture Critique. I'm trying to keep them on the lower side because... Uh, yeah. Talking for a long time. I couldn't actually talk for a long time, but I don't want to do it in this one. So... In like 10 minutes, I kind of want to wrap up. So we're going to speed things up. Uh, I have another poll by Associated Press. This one focuses more on people and people trusting others. And according to the um, to the study, less than one third of people um, surveyed uh, expressed a lot of people of trust people a lot of trust in people they met in daily meetings um once again it's not surprising i think if this was uh surveyed back in the what 60s no 60s, 70s it would be a different number i think people maybe trusted the others a little bit more then of course there were a lot of bad shit in the 60s. I'm not trying to say that the 60s was a perfect era of time. It most definitely was not. And when I say that people trusted each other more, I I mostly mean white people. Um, but I think it, it has been deteriorating for a little bit. Matter of fact, I just looked at it again. It says that in 1972... A general social survey asked the same question, and in that one, nearly two-thirds of people trusted uh, trusted other people that they met in the street. So, the the ciphers, the, the numbers are very much uh, on the down low. They have been going down, they have been decreasing. It is, is it good? Is it bad? Again, I don't know. That's for you to decide on yourself. Uh, apparently, according to the study, and this is based entirely on a study, okay? People are acting more on their greed. And the main reasons for such, according to this, was the socialization and other advances by social media and essentially expansion of, of, of consumerism into our daily lives, which I believe is very accurate, especially given... Our experience with COVID and the way a lot of people have acted during COVID in a very selfless, no, I mean selfless, no, selfish, <laughs> that's the word, that's opposite words, how the fuck they mix that up, um, in a very selfish manner and a very despicable one, if we're being honest. But very much, I do believe that this study is, is interesting in that reserve. There's one that is in talking about very similar things by Bloomberg. This argues that mistrust is not high in government, but on people. So it kind of is arguing against the first one we looked at by the Pew Research Center. Uh, but honestly, Bloomberg, you are as sussy as the Pew Research Center. Uh, both of these websites where I found the articles and I looked through Google Scholar. Okay, so they technically should be kind of okay. Um, they both look, mm, I don't know, man, I don't know, man, this is shit that would get me kicked out of college, you know what I'm saying, but, um, yeah, according to this, it's not, um, it's not 
mistrusting the government itself, but the people, especially those that are running it. This study also gives a lot of examples and comparisons with the Trump administration um, and those uh, years of presidency. And it says that people during that time were not lacking trust in the government itself, per se, but more on the individuals running the government. Trump, uh, other Republican legislators, things of that sort. Now, the data that they showed uh, showed that people who are more politically active uh, show less trust in each other, so that may have a little bit to do with it, but in essence, it's, it's more... It, According to this, this study, okay, I'm not giving my opinion here. This lack of trust is more on people than the government. So yeah, those were all the studies that I had. I'm kind of just dumping info on you and letting you do your own reasoning in this episode. But I'm, I'm again, I'm sorry, I'm really tired. Um, you'll probably say, well, why the fuck are you doing this then? I don't know. But no one's going to watch it anyways. To conclude it, I want to sort of wrap it up a little bit with some quick things. Um, I'll try to give as much depth to these questions without going for way too long. Because I think the the thing that fucked up this episode is that I spent 15 hours talking about Pew Center one. Uh, but anyways, why is this happening? That is the main question that we have to answer here. And after looking at a bunch of these studies and after doing some more research that I haven't shown here because I felt it was unnecessary and pointless, um, there is no concrete answer. <laughs> yes, the answer that I have been teasing to give you this entire episode is, I don't know, there is no answer. Uh, there are such a big myriad of things that are contributing to this that attribute like attributing the entire um, decline of trust in one particular thing would not be a good way to do it. Um, what I mean by that is, you know, things are not uh, that simple in most issues. But especially in this one, there is a variety of factors that play into it. Possible ones that I can just think of right now, as we talked about throughout this episode extensively, political polarization, very ingrained in American culture at this point, and possibly a big factor um, and proponent of mistrust in the people misinformation uh now with covid there's a lot of misinformation going around um people who believe that a youtube video is uh more reliable and more accurate accurate that than studies made by scientists who have studied the topics for 15 plus years social forums of course i'm not trying to say that the internet is all bad but it does have its um it's bad parts, it's cons, and this could be one of them, and things of that sort, you know, the the overall mass influx of info that we, and everyone, uh, goes through every day, 
could potentially be the the main cause for this but of course there is no concrete answers and we won't know unless someone decides to conduct insane studies and lay everything out and compare other topics and stuff like that which we're not going to do in this episode this episode is pretty much over by now okay uh, I think I'm gonna just move on to the recommendations. If you don't know, or this is the first time you're watching an episode of Culture Critique, I'm sorry. I just want to say sorry because this one sucked ass. I promise the following ones will be better. And I think maybe it's the topics that I have uh, for later episodes because I have a sort of sheet where I lay down ideas are a little bit more interesting. So maybe you enjoy those more. But um, as I was saying, I'm sorry, and we have a section in this show where I give some recommendations on random things, things to check out, like music, movies, books if I'm reading any, um, and things like that, entertainment, and maybe things to research or study or read if you are into that sort of stuff. Or if I have anything that I want to share, essentially. So, for music, which is the first thing that I wrote, I want to recommend and want you to check out the album By the Time I Get to Phoenix by Injury Reserve. It is an album that you may have heard of, but in terms of widespread popularity, it's not very big. Uh, you know, Injury Reserve has like 500,000 monthly listeners, which is not a tiny number. It's a pretty big number uh, in terms of mid, not not music-wise, mid in terms of uh, public, uh, mid sort of artist. But their album, by the time I get to Phoenix, is a great experience. It's a great album. Um, I'm not sure if it's for repeated listen. Uh, like, I, I'm not sure you're gonna be able to play this for, or more than once, <laughs> or more than a few times, but it, it's still a great album that I think everyone should get, it should experience at least. Um, movies, I haven't watched any recently, um, same goes with series and, um, and anything of that sort. So, I, I think that's, that's it for this episode of Culture Critique. I hope to see you in the next one. Ciao. Ciao, ciao. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. How do you say it properly? Fuck.